drinking is never a good idea. We've all done it, and we've all regretted it. The drunken texts you forgot you sent. Prospectors collected them in Texticated on Rock 107. 717 Harrisburg, PA. Bro, don't get in the car with me if you're going to scream every time I crash. Area code 313, Detroit, Michigan. Sometimes I think, what it'd be like to be a firework? And from across the pond in the United Kingdom, I just gift-wrapped bread. You hit send, and we hit the floor laughing. In Texticated on Rock 107. From the 570 right here in Wilkes-Barre, PA, I don't have red flags, I have fun facts. Area code 707, Santa Rosa, California. I'm going to say it because no one else is brave enough to. Five should count as an even number. And from the 248 in Troy, Michigan. By the way, I'm using a cooler as a purse because I love string cheese. Proof that booze and cell phones don't mix. In Texticated on Rock 107. Area code 212, New York, New York. Why are you, as a recipe, lying about how long it takes to cook onions? Area code 570, Rochester, Minnesota. Aliens probably fly past Earth and lock their doors. And from the 214 in Dallas, Texas. Don't interrupt me. I have a limited time to be high and thus be remarkably good at Pac-Man. Hey, we found him in your telephone. In Texticated. On Rock 107. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Scientists at UC Berkeley recreated Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall from people's brainwaves. In doing so, they were finally able to prove that scientists dig acid just as much as the next guy. NFL-themed slot machines are coming to casinos. But if you pull on the arm of Tom Brady's machine, you get flagged for roughing the passer. Contaminated ice cream has been recalled in Delaware, Connecticut, and West Virginia. I'll let you guess which state responded. We'll risk it. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Well, here I am for jury duty, all day at the courthouse hoping I don't get selected. The way some of these people dress to come to jury duty is ridiculous. Like the tank top guy. Yeah, thanks for not putting deodorant on either. That'll age nice in this hot, overcrowded room all day. Oh, and like every other person through the door says something like, Full house, huh? Or they're really packing them in, huh? Real original, moron. Some of these folks I wouldn't trust to judge an ugly dog contest. All this for what, $9 a day? I can't even get lunch for 9 bucks. Yeah, that ought to cover 8 hours of my time listening to cases I couldn't care less about. Oh well, it's better than sitting in the office all day. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Well, got called for jury duty. Great. Hanging around, just waiting to see if I get placed on a jury. What could be worse? Whoa! 
Look at juror number 38. More like juror number 38D. All rise, Your Honor. And that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A 51-year-old guy in England needed a new kidney, but the odds of finding a match weren't good, about 1 in 22 million. Amazingly, he got a transplant last month after it turned out his wife was a match. They joked they had a better chance of winning the lottery. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Oh, it's not for you. In fact, it's not for anyone. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. The Firefighters Memorial Bridge that connects Pittston and West Pittston across the Susquehanna River. Sounds all patriotic and majestic, right? Well, apparently they decided to make it as exclusive as a celebrity nightclub. They put up these big fences on both sides of the bridge like they're trying to keep out paparazzi or something. And look, I get it. It's not just motorized vehicles they're blocking. They've locked out pedestrians and cyclists, too. They banned them from the bridge, you know. Just in case you wanted to go for a nice leisurely walk across the bridge, you're now out of luck. Sorry, folks. Bridge closed. Move along. Here's the thing. Like, the bridge 109 years old. I mean, at that age, I'm surprised it's still standing, let alone carrying the weight of all this drama. It failed an inspection back in 2021, and they closed it for all traffic, technically. But apparently, there were some rebellious walkers and bikers who were like, rules? Who needs them? They just kept crossing it like they were in some kind of bridge rebellion. Mayor Mike Lombardo of Pittston was like, they're getting too risky. Evidently, he's seen kids fishing off the bridge, like they're auditioning for the next episode of River Monsters or something, and people doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't know, skateboarding, rollerblading, maybe parkour on the railings. I don't know. Treating the bridge like it's Gen X uh, games or something. But get this. The county didn't actually have any choice but to seal off the bridge. They say they had to put up the Great Bridge Wall of Pittston because apparently... That was the only option PennDOT gave them. They were like, bridge, you're grounded. Now they're talking about replacing the bridge, which is going to cost at least $50 million. I mean, that's a lot of money for a bridge, or maybe not, but maybe they should just throw in a roller coaster loop while they're at it, make it worth the price. And they got this other bridge, you know, the concrete bridge, the specialist Dale J. Cridlow Bridge. But apparently walking on the one side of that bridge with a sidewalk, you go from walking on that sidewalk to suddenly dodging traffic like you're playing Frogger. Like, evidently, they're testing your survival skills before you're allowed to cross into Pittston. But my favorite part is the picture in the citizen's voice. They put up a metal fence to keep everyone off the bridge. It blocks the main roadway, but the section in front of the sidewalk has access. It's still open. Hey, wait, I thought the bridge was closed to everyone. Pedestrians and cyclists, too. You don't think a few scofflaws are just going to go through that opening? Maybe somebody needs to explain how fences work to these people. I mean, imagine if Fort Knox was like this. We have all these security measures, cameras, fences, locks, but we left this four-foot-wide gap over here. Oh, but you can't go in that way because we said so. Oh, yeah, that'll work. You've probably heard about people going to a park or a cemetery or something, hiding out, not leaving when the place closes, and staying overnight until the morning. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Well, two people were caught having an illegal sleepover at the Eiffel Tower. And of course, they were American tourists. They were able to dodge security on Sunday night and weren't caught until the guards were making their rounds before they opened on Monday. Officials say the tourists were drunk, 
but it's not clear if they had passed out up there accidentally or if this was a plan they hatched while under the influence. Security guards noted they didn't seem to pose any threat, but it's against the rules, so they filed a criminal complaint with police. It sounds like a minor trespassing sort of thing where they'll probably be fined, but there aren't any specifics on what they'll be hit with yet. If you're looking for this type of travel activity, though, there is an agency that can help. Do you like carving your name into the walls of the Coliseum? Or getting drunk and spending the night on the Eiffel Tower? Well, it's nothing new here. Drunken Tours invites you to places like Washington, D.C., where you can get liquored up and add your name to the Declaration of Independence. Move over, John Hancock. It looks like Seymour Butts is the biggest signature now. Ah, Seymour Butts! Or booze your way through Philadelphia and take an off-balance swing at the Liberty Bell. I rang the bell. Where's my prize? <laughs> and finally, no boozy tour of America is complete without taking a grand whiz into the Grand Canyon. Look out below! Go to Drunken Tours and book your immediately forgotten memories today. What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. The sheriff in Clay County, Missouri, has an important reminder for criminals out there. Don't attract attention to yourself. They posted a photo of a vehicle they pulled over recently with a custom license plate that read, We High. It's unclear why the vehicle was pulled over. I'm assuming it was not because of the plate alone, unless it was invalid. But the sheriff's office says when the officers stopped the car, two people tried to flee. They were both caught and arrested, and the case is still under investigation. They didn't say what the charges were. Nominee number two. Here's a textbook example of adding insult to injury. A 37-year-old Illinois man named Brian Baker got arrested for drunk driving near Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri on Friday last week after accidentally running himself over. He unwisely decided to drive drunk. A 34-year-old named Ashley Baker was with him and had also been drinking. I'm assuming they're married or related in some way. He stepped out of his truck around 1.15 a.m. but apparently didn't put it in park first. Ashley hopped in the driver's seat but couldn't stop the truck before it rolled over him. He was seriously injured but survived. He was apparently in good enough shape to be arrested an hour later for driving while intoxicated. And the kicker is, Ashley also got arrested for drunk driving. Don't have the details, except it was two hours after the incident, so maybe she drove drunk later that night, or maybe it was for hopping in the driver's seat. And the winner is... The guy who ran himself over, then got a DUI on top of it. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.